When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Brought to you statewide by the American Dairy Association Mideast and Cova Insurance and by Papa John's. Now along with former OSU All-American Jim Lachey and the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels, here's your host, Skip Mossick. Ohio State steamrolls Maryland on Saturday, 73-14. They head to Rutgers this week. Lots of discussion to get into tonight. We're joined inside the Buckeye Roundtable by former OSU All-American NFL All-Pro offensive lineman Jim Lachey. Looking great as always. Skip, it's great to be here. And uh, thanks to all the veterans out there for all you've done for us. Absolutely tip of the cap. Absolutely a thousand times around the room. Paul Keels, Hall of Fame broadcaster, voice of the Buckeyes. Have you warmed up since Saturday? Uh, Yes. Barely. <laughs> Only to get cold again tonight. <laughs> Hall of Fame head coach, former Ohio State uh, boss, uh, John Cooper. Great to see you again, Coach Cooper. You're looking great. Thank, thanks for having me again. Ohio State faced their first real off-the-field adversity this season when they got the news about Chase Young. Coach Cooper, you and I spoke Friday morning and was curious to see how the team would respond. Boy, did they ever in a big way. You know, they, in a very, very big way. Our first team won the first half. Mm. Our second team won the second half. <laughs> you know, and, and, and it was a matter of how many points. I, I thought Coach Day and his staff had a great game plan. Uh, Jim and I talked about that before we went on the air. The game, we, opened, we opened up with two or three plays we hadn't seen before this year. We go the onside kick. I mean, that, that caught me off guard, for example. But anyway, I thought our coaches are doing a great job. Our players are playing great. And great overall win for us. When you are faced with something like this or an injury and you're the head coach, what's the message you try to drive home to your football team? Just go out, go out and play well early. Go out and put them away early. Don't don't give the don't give the other team any any chance to get any momentum going or anything like that. And we've done that. We haven't we haven't been challenged. I don't think in the game we played so far this year. Paul, over seven hundred yards of offense. If there was any doubt how Ohio State would perform with the cooler weather conditions, they were quickly answered. What were you most impressed with on Saturday? Probably how this, as Coach Cooper said, how the second teamers came in and third teamers and beyond that came into the second half and really kept it going because at times you see where that can get a little ragged, but those folks that don't get a chance to play a lot seized the opportunity and made the most of it. Lachey, storyline heading into last week was the narrow escape in College Park a year ago. 
That was obviously a motivating factor, no? How about the defense? Yeah, oh, they were man. they were fabulous all over the field. Uh, McFarland, you know, I'm just looking at the stats right now. He had uh, two rushes for three yards. Uh, you know, two rushes for three yards. I mean, that's incredible. That's a couple hundred less than what he had last year, <laughs> no, Jim. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. That was receiving. Let me go oh. back to here. He had six for uh, seven like yards. Seven six yards. six, six for 10. seven yards, yeah. So under 10. Last year he had 298, so he had two receptions for three yards. He's a guy that really total yards over 300 last year. So the defense had a way. I thought Tough Moreland might have played one of his best games. He was plugging things up inside just in that first half because that's all the starters really went. Uh, you, you saw Zach Harrison get the start at defensive end for Chase Young, and I thought he really stepped up. And then Devon Hamilton, yeah. uh, he burst through, got a couple sacks. I mean, he's a load inside. He showed it. I credit that Jeff Akuda got a tip right away. That defense has started so fast, got three and outs, and, you know, they'd give up. It was third and, or, you know, second and about uh, two or three yards, and they just shut them down. So I was impressed the way the defense plays. Nine games now under 300 yards. That's incredible. Skip, I got to admit, I left early. But it, at, at, <laughs> we at, wanted to. <laughs> at halftime, at half they ran 25 plays for 66 yards. We ran 50 plays for 363 yards. Total. And that great running back, Jim, averaged yeah. 1.4 yards to carry. Total domination, 73-14. A team that beat Rutgers 48-7 a month ago. Buckeyes, not that we keep track of these things, 51-point favorites Saturday uh, against yeah. uh, the uh, the Knights. Again, Saturday, Ohio State is at Rutgers. We'll be on the air with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 2 p.m. Lots to get into with our 60-second timeout. That is next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable. Presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Here's to the ones who put in the work. The no days off rise and grind warriors who live by the oath of my body is my temple. And when their temple needs to rebuild after a long workout, athletes of all types choose low-fat chocolate milk. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. Chocolate milk turns Motivation Monday into Flex Friday. Crush your goals with the help of a real recovery drink. Try it for yourself. Built with Chocolate Milk is brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encopa provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encopa Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. Hi, I'm George Kaufman, Vice President and Fifth Generation Byers family member. At Byers Auto, we've been Buckeye fans since 1897, back when tailgates had actual tails. Today, over a century later, Byers Auto sells more cars than any other dealership in Central Ohio. We are proud to sponsor Ohio State Athletics again this year because Byers Auto believes in the values that Ohio State instills in young people and we hold ourselves to those same values. Go Bucks! Buy your auto from Buyers Auto. Visit BuyersAuto.com. 
Big Lots wants to help you live big and save lots this fall. So right now, you can enter for a chance to win four tickets to one of Ohio State's home football games. To enter, just go to biglots.com slash OSU. Big Lots is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. No purchase necessary. Open to Ohio residents 18 and up. Sweepstakes starts August 19th, 2019 and ends November 11th, 2019. For official rules, go to biglots.com slash OSU. Void where prohibited. Sponsored by Big Lots. Ohio State fans, cheer on your Buckeyes all season long when you shop at Giant Eagle. Score throughout the store with your favorite Buckeyes gear, thousands of weekly sales, double coupons, and the new Fuel Perks Plus, where you get more perks, more places, and more savings. Before your game day party, be sure to load up on snacks, grab some prepared food to go, and pick up a delicious Buckeye cake or treat from our bakery for dessert. Go Buckeyes to Giant Eagle, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Sports destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. Papa John's wants you to buck up and help beat cancer. Use the promo code BUCKUP at PapaJohns.com. To save $2 on any order over 20 bucks, and your locally owned Papa John's will donate a dollar to the James at Ohio State Buck Up and Beat Cancer. Our guys all enjoyed their Papa John's pizza tonight. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. That Great. dessert cookie didn't, it didn't is stand it. still sitting there? No, it's all. Oh, it's, it's, it was there. gone the in two seconds. Is, Coach liked that. All, I love that brownie. <laughs> yeah. Take it home. All part of their new dessert menu. Again, available at PapaJohns.com. Time now for our 60-second timeouts. Buckeye Roundtable. 60-second timeout. So much to get into tonight. Schedule is what it is. Coach Cooper, we'll start with you. The key to staying focused and not looking ahead to what's coming afterward in Penn State and Michigan. Obviously, these are two football games last week, and this week Ohio State's just huge favorites. I, I, I think what what you have to do, and our coaches are doing a great job of it, is just reflect back to last year. I mean, we, we everything says smooth sailing. All of a sudden, we go over to Iowa and get embarrassed, or go up to Purdue and get embarrassed. And it's like Coach talks about every 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 Tuesday at his press conference. If everything's great right now, but if we lose this week, it's not very, we're not very good. So I think I think just staying focused, staying keeping them grounded, keep keeping everybody you know competitive, playing a lot of players, having fun. I think that's the secret. No doubt. Talent-wise, I mean, Ohio State could sleepwalk through this, but at the same time, you got to be careful, Paul. You certainly do. And also, as we heard Ryan Day talk about after the game, and he's talked about it for weeks, cleaning up things. You know, they had their worst penalty game of the year. They know they've got to work on that, Uh, being able just to handle the football, be able to handle the expectations and not anticipate anything because, as Coach Cooper said, yeah, the last two years they know what it's like to go on the road as favorites and have the party rolling. Does it help that it's later in the year like this, Jim, having these two – back-to-back games yeah, like this oh, i i think so you know it, it's on your schedule you know yeah. it, you see it you play it you're playing for it and, and and that's the way it is uh uh you and the thing is and i think coach mentioned the focus that's what this team has done so well they don't worry right. about you know what the, let's worry about what we have to do what do we have to get better you know, the whole time say oh, there's still a lot of stuff we can work on you know you put it on film it's not hadn't been perfect we want to get better we want to continue to improve so i i think they got a lot of things that they still haven't run yet that they can run yet the most important thing that I've seen out of this, and special sauce, whatever, the offensive mm. defensive lines have been getting after it and, and playing real physical. And when you got two defensive and offensive lines playing real physical, and coach, you know it, 
They practice that way on Tuesdays. Uh, good things are going to happen, and that's what Coach talked about. Focus and having good practices during the week, that's the preparation. If you prepare each week, you're going to win. I'm not, I'm not sure we've given our offensive line enough credit this year. I, I mean, agree. you and I watch them practice, and they, they go they hold their own against our defense. Yes, they do. And, so, I mean, and we got a lot of them. we got a lot of depth. Next up, everybody knows the news that came down on Friday. Did, here's the question. Did handling the off-the-field stuff at the beginning of last season with Coach Meyer help when you get the type of news Ohio State received last week? I mean, Ryan Day has been outstanding, but just handling this sort of, you know, the, the off-the-field stuff that you're not really expecting. Coach Cooper. Well, you, you're never expecting anything like that, particularly this late in the year. Usually, you know, some, if that's going to happen, that's going to happen in the spring or it's going to happen early in early in in the season, you know, and you, you got plenty of time to prepare. But when you get hit on a, maybe a Thursday before you're playing a game on Saturday, hey, you're hmm. arguably your best player can't play. I mean, that's uh, – I don't know how you handle it, yeah. to be honest with you. Well, you handle it, I think, ideally with senior leadership, and that's why the first play of the game, you see Devon Hamilton make a big sack. You see what Jay Sean Cornell did. And the rest of those defensive players jumped up and really made – and Ryan Day made the comment right after the game. They wanted everybody to know that that defense is not just about one player. Yeah, next man up. You saw it there again. We've seen it at quarterback at Ohio State. That was kind of Coach Myers mantra. Someone gets hurt, we need the next man to step up. And we've seen that case after case. And yeah, this time Zach Harrison got to start, but you saw a lot of Tyler Friday, Chase Young, obviously wasn't out there. Uh, but he, you know, he got those guys fired up during the week. Right. Tyreek Smith had two sacks, played one of his best games, and he's another guy that we just haven't seen him enough on the field. And Hamilton, he's probably happy, you know, because Chase got there so quick that no one else had a chance to get sacks. You know, I, I wondered. I was, was going to ask you guys a question. Did, did, did their, their game plan? Obviously, they're going to double team Chase Young. Oh, but yeah. Chase didn't play. Oh, yeah. did, they, did they change their game plan? Did they double team our, one of our defensive ends? I, I don't think they did. I think they went. They chased. They had enough time to make some adjustments to, to kind of take off that rover, so to speak. Yeah. All right. Next up, we do it every week. Rate the opponents. Uh, Ohio State scored ten touchdowns. Ten. Ten touchdowns Saturday against Maryland. How good or bad is Maryland? They're better than Rutgers. <laughs> and let's leave it at that. I'm, I'm saying that remains to be seen, I guess. But <laughs> well, they, yeah, they were, they were bad. You, you're being nice to them. They were bad. I, I left at the end of the third quarter. That's how bad they were. Yeah, they were pretty yeah. bad. Well, Shay, I mean, you try to be respectful. And, and uh, I mean, but you give up ten touchdowns. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, and, and again, I thought Mike Loxley, the way the year started, outscoring opponents 140-something to zero or What's five it tell you about ten. those teams? Right. Now, they were playing Howard, right. a division lower, but, but still. It just seemed like, and we've seen it with Maryland sometimes, it just all of a sudden dropped off. But, you know, last year, you know, they got they got busted in the mouth, and that wasn't a Maryland that anybody's used to seeing. But, uh, you know, back to the same old, same old. That's the thing. If Mike Loxley's going to have to recruit. I, I think he does have the skill, but obviously you saw in the offensive defensive lines, He's not getting it done yet. All right. We touched on this briefly. Somebody brought it up. 13 penalties on Ohio State on Saturday. There were 19 penalties overall in the game. Not to be critical of the officials, but if the game is decided, and unless something is blatant, do you just like kind of wish they keep the flags in the pocket? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's one thing. I mean, you're going to call a penalty if somebody there's a cheap shot or, or something unless else. It's goes obvious, unless it's obvious, you know, it's so obvious that anybody can see it from the stand. Let them play. Yeah, especially in a lopsided game clock, like that. Keep the clock going. When there are multiple ones in a row. Yeah. Uh, yes, there the were. Two, two you're or three right. that, uh, it, you know, just <clears> moved them right down the field. Uh, you know, so it's you got to call it the way you see it. I understand that. But, yeah, if it doesn't affect the outcome or the play, it's not going to affect the outcome. The outcome was settled at halftime. But. You know, the safety of the game, issues like that, yeah, you got to call it no matter yeah. what. But, you know, guy moving, things like that, yeah. But, you know, just 
Uh, some of the stuff they called it to you there, it just kind of got it. And, and the thing is, they can call them, but just call it and move on. Yeah. The, the conferencing the that conference, they did for yeah. two or three minutes, <laughs> I, I couldn't understand it, you know. And like I said, maybe their headsets won't work. And I know sometimes oh. they have frequency problems there inside the stadium, but uh, uh, that bothered me more than anything. <laughs> I, I, and I, I love officials. They got a I tough job too. out there. It's not easy being all that, but thank you for doing it, too. I, I just, well, same thing. I, I don't think it was frequency problems. <laughs> the, the frequency of the flags was the problem. Yeah. Big Ten race. We will get more into this next hour in a Big Ten breakdown. But Minnesota beating Penn State really raises some eyebrows. And the question that comes up is, what is it about Ohio State's schedule? I mean, Wisconsin loses to Illinois prior to coming to Columbus uh, with, with the big showdown. Now now you've got Penn State going down a couple of weeks prior to them coming to town. Everybody was looking at a top-four matchup here. Not going to happen. No, and, you know, a lot of it because of the way the divisional play has kept the rotation a little goofy. Skip, I know you remember those years when Northwestern had those great years and they didn't play Ohio State. Yeah. I think one year they didn't play Michigan. Coach, I so. know Coach Cooper remembers yeah, those years. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you do. But, you know, it's, wow. it's, it's you know Minnesota, everybody was anxious to see, and it, like you said, more coming later, to see how they do against one of the heavyweights of the conference, and they took care of their business. Never understood the fans cheering. No, I, mean, I, didn't I mean, it's like, really? Don't you want Ohio, or don't you want Penn State to be unbeaten the when they come here? Just cheering the upset. For the East, yeah. And again, I guess now we got to chew for Minnesota, right? The fans, if you're going to pick one, you got to pick well, one to go absolutely. undefeated. Yeah, so. stick with them. Yeah, Don't stick stick change them. in the middle right. of the stream. Right. Are you a believer, Coach Cooper, yet in Minnesota? I ask you every week. And you're, every I'll tell you what, they're, they're, making, they're making a believer out of me. I'm telling you, I watched a little bit of that game. I actually thought Penn State was going to pull it out up I until know. the last interception, but you got to give them credit. What are they, 9-0 nine, nine now? 9-0. And, wow. and it's like to say the first time since like 04. 1904. Something Incredible. crazy like that. Guys, good Congrats. job. Yep. Giant Eagle Rice Krispie Treats and Coca-Cola bring you the ultimate Buckeye home gate again this season. Register today at ohiostatebuckeyes.com slash home gate. And you could win a catered party for 20 at your home for a regular season away game featuring a former Buckeye player. Giant Eagle, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. As always, some craziness from the weekend. We will discuss the ramifications after further review as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. More of Buckeye Roundtable coming up. Presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Your home of the Buckeyes, the fan. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Ohio State destroys Maryland on Saturday. More on that coming up. Welcome back into this week's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. For more Buckeye highlights and analysis, tune to Buckeye Weekly on Fox Sports Ohio tonight at 9 p.m. Watch Buckeye Weekly tonight at 9 p.m. on Fox Sports Ohio and Fox Sports Go. Ball just inside the seven-yard line. First down, goal to go for the Fighting Tigers. Snap to Burrow. Hand to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Goes near side. Stiff arms a man. Gets to the five. Breaks through. Stays upright. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Tigers! Clyde Edwards-Hilaire wanted it more than anybody in crimson and white. And he drove the Crimson Tide into the end zone to make it 45-34, Fighting Tigers of LSU. 
Chris Blair, LSU Network. Great game on Saturday. LSU beats Alabama 46-41. I guess, guys, around the world, what were your, what your immediate takeaway from that football game was what? Well, at first it looked like LSU was going to run them off their own field, mm-hmm. but then Alabama, as expected, came back and made it a game. Just how clutch LSU and Joe Burrow were in that game. I couldn't believe the mistakes that Alabama's football team made early in the game. I mean, here's a quarterback just running. Nobody hits him. He drops the ball. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. and then, then they, the guy's back in punt formation. It's perfect snap, and the punter drops the ball. Oh. I mean, they they, uh, they 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 did not look like they were ready to play a football game. And, and how proud are we all of Joe Burrow? Yes. I mean, that guy, he, I, I mean, he showed how great, mm. what a great athlete, what a great football yeah. player, and what a great competitor, Jim, he is. Yeah, great leader. Uh, and that's it. He's, he led that team and, you know, made a lot of plays. Uh, their offense obviously has changed with Joe Burrow these last two years. The receivers have shined. And like you said, give Alabama credit. Yeah. Now, we got a little lopsided when they scored again and go up, you know, 46, but then Alabama got that big play, right you know, right on back. And you're like, uh oh, you can't stop them. That's. You know, kind of defensively, that shouldn't happen. You know, they, they but they got athletes there, and he did it to make it close. So, LSU, Joe Burrow, what, 31 to 39, 450 some yards of total offense. Congratulations. That the was big a, play a he heck made. Of an effort. The big play he made in the games when he pulled it down and ran for about yeah. 30 yards. Quarterback yes. draw. Yeah, yeah quarterback draw. Yeah. A lot of football left. Obviously, LSU's in the driver's seat. The common question everybody's talking about is is Bama out of it? If, if, if LSU doesn't win the SEC championship, uh, no, game. they're not out of it. We've seen that movie before, and it's 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 right there as far as far as far as the taken, and it really so much football to be left depends on who else is in that position come season's end. Absolutely, they got to get some help, but I agree. I don't think they're out of it, and they, uh, with all due respect to Alabama, their their quarterback was not healthy. No, in that ball it's game, yeah. I don't think he, I don't think he pulled it down and ran it one time in the whole ball game. Five point so game. If, if Alabama start. does get in, yeah. say LSU is number one, so LSU Alabama hmm. gets to play again. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, uh, I don't know if they'd want to do that. Another team in the SEC has something to say about it. It is Georgia. Saturday they hosted Missouri. Yes. Play fake to White. Fromm going for the touchdown. Pickens reaching and grabbing. He made the catch. Is it in? Yeah! A little delay, but the decision is touchdown. As the arms go up in the air from the referee, and Pickens has his second TD catch of the night. Scott Howard, Learfield IMG College. Georgia shuts out Missouri 27 to nothing. And it's, you know, I, like I said, Georgia just has the one loss. It's going to be interesting to see how things play out the next few weeks. Yeah, but you know how the minds work, Skip. That one loss is to South Carolina, mm-hmm. who lost to Appalachian State. Mm-hmm. So that kind of dings the value of that a little bit. Don't count out Clemson. <laughs> Clemson, Clemson. No, they haven't lost in about uh, two years. Yeah, they haven't lost since then. They were leading 42 <laughs> to nothing at halftime, and they were, were the number one ranked team in the country going into the season. We'll get to the Careful Tigers. Careful what you wish for, as my Clemson we'll, friends we'll, say. We'll get yeah. to them here in a moment. Next to the Big 12, Baylor trying to remain unbeaten Saturday. They were taken to overtime at TCU. All right, here we go. Fourth down and goal from the 13 in triple overtime. Duggan in the shotgun. Alana Lua in the backfield. Frogs have to score to extend this game. Duggan going for the end zone. The pass is intercepted by Graylin Arnold. The Bears win in triple overtime over TCU. John Morris, Learfield IMG College. Baylor gets a scare, Paul. Late field goal in regulation just to get it to OT, and they, they win it 
uh, in three, 29-23. You know, you got to think Matt Rule is getting a lot of mileage as possibly National Coach of the Year for the job he's done, not just this year, but in the last couple of years. And if I'm not mistaken, Skip, I think Baylor has Oklahoma this week. It's coming right. It's either this week or next, yeah. right, right around the corner. It's, it's just Didn't right there. Did they go 0-10 or 0-11 a couple of years his ago? First, I think it was 1-something and something, one and his first year there. Hey, credit to kicker. Uh, it right got him, uh, you know, right to overtime. He had a 51-yarder to get it to overtime. Otherwise, you know, right, right to close the regulation mint. Uh, of the game. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't even have that opportunity. So, Good point. Uh, 51 yarder. That's a long one. Staying in the Big 12, Coach Cooper brought up Oklahoma trying to stay in the thick of things. They were taken right to the wire Saturday night against Iowa State. The back is whole. Two point conversion try. Purdy back to pass. Looks left under pressure. Throws late. It is incomplete. Motley's got it. Motley's got it. It's either intercepted or it's incomplete. Either way, it'll work. The Sooners have dodged a bullet again. Toby Rowland, Learfield IMG College. They hold off the Cyclones 42-41. Matt Campbell goes for two there in the win. Always easy to second-guess. Coach Cooper, do you like that coaching decision at that time? Go uh, for, Just go for it one play or try to win it in overtime? No, I, I think on the road like that, I think you've got to try to win it. I think you go for two and try to win. You know, they beat them down there two years ago mm-hmm. in Norman. It's my alma mater, you know that. Iowa State yes. Cyclone, 42-41. to 41, but 30-30. Oak, o- Oklahoma's defense, guys, they're not, they, they're not, they're not going to go anywhere with the defense they're playing right now. They're, they haven't gotten any better on defense. And they're kind of the outlier when everybody yeah. starts looking now at this playoff picture and – their resume has got some wrinkles in the paper. They keep getting fortunate, and we, we heard the call. I mean, they just keep dodging it week in and week out or whatever. I I, uh, I understand going for the win, but I just to me, I think that you have more opportunities to extend the game versus going all in with one play. I don't know. Yeah, it is. And, and you know, part of it is, is on the road. Uh, you know, just get this thing over. You got one play to win it and instead of going to overtime and you might have five plays or five overtimes, whatever it sure. is. So just take our shot right now and he put all of his chips in. And like Matt Canada last year. Exactly. Yeah. Waited for the cars to get turned and it didn't come up his way. So that that's the way it works sometimes. But I, I don't discredit that. As an offensive player, I would like that opportunity. Let's go. I, I might like a timeout beforehand just like, okay, are we really got the best play drawn up and all that? And I don't know if they did or not, but still, uh, if it I, works, I don't question. If it works, if it works he's a hero, yeah. right? Yeah. It, a lot of it depends it on what the what the coaches told the team that week too. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, hey, this week, guys, we're going after. We're yeah. going down there to win the yeah. game. We're going go for two. For yep. And, and if, if Oklahoma, are they the best one loss team? No, it's still going to be Alabama, right? Absolutely. Right so, now, yeah. yeah. So that's not going to work unless they lose again. Next to the ACC, Coach Cooper brought up Clemson Saturday night. They were at NC State. Second down and eight, still off that left hash from the nineteen. Lawrence, delay handoff, ETN, ETN across the 15, the 10, the 5, into the end zone, touchdown. Travis ETN makes it 27-0 in favor of Clemson. Don Munson. A 19-yard touchdown run for ETN. Don Munson, Clemson Radio Network. Tigers just roll easily at NC State, 55-10. Doing everything that's in front of them. And, you know, let's kind of come to grips with this. Clemson can't be penalized for how poor the rest of the ACC is. It's not their job to make everybody else in their conference better. They're doing, yeah, they had the one scare with North Carolina, but good teams have that happen. Yeah. They're doing everything that's put in front of them. They got the great quarterback and they yes. got the great running back. Most of these teams we're talking about, including Ohio State, 
got, he got a great quarterback. He got a running back that can win the game, and he plays sound defense. Yeah, I guess they got a young defensive line, and those youngsters yeah. are getting better. And you, you know, I've seen a lot of young defensive linemen come out of Clemson that are playing in the NFL. Absolutely. Uh, uh, what that Victor Beasley, the guy that ended up mm-hmm. playing with the Falcons as a first rounder. I remember playing, you know, when the Buckeyes went against them in, in the Orange Bowl. They got some great young Grady Jarrett, another young guy uh, that played for them. They, they always have some great young talent, and they're getting better as this year goes. So, yeah, the schedule yeah. weak, but it, it's ten and zero, and Paul, they haven't lost in two years, right? As, Skip? as Paul brought up a lot, just kept wondering if someone was going to challenge Clemson ever late in the year. Some pointed to maybe Wake Forest, who travels to Clemson this week. They entered last week at 7-1, and one, but it had to get past a three-loss Virginia Tech team first. Tight formation, first and goal from the one. It's going to be a middle drill. Hand it to James Mitchell, rushing left, far corner. James is in. Tight end, rushing touchdown, Virginia Tech Hokies. John Laser, Learfield IMG College, Vautech rolls Wake Forest 36-17, so... The answer was a resounding no. Yeah. And that was an emotional night in Blacksburg. They were paying tribute to Bud Foster, the longtime defensive coordinator who's retiring at the end of this season. Apparently they made a big deal. out. I don't know if that's their last home game or not, but, uh, you know, Virginia Tech certainly hasn't been sure. what they've been. But to be able to do that to Wake Forest, that kind of really derailed that thought. Exactly. So now there's nobody. And I'll get back on the train I've been on for a long time ever since I started doing it. Just make, yeah. make Notre Dame play Clemson every year. I mean, there's – don't give them the benefit of playing the other or schools. Play, or play in the conference championship game. Yeah. If they're good enough the to league. get there. Or yeah. Just get in the league overall. Would Clemson want that, you think? Probably no. not. Probably not. I don't uh, Home really and care. home, that would be a great don't, thing. Don't ask a question you don't want an answer to. It's probably <laughs> what Clemson would say. <laughs> probably I, not. I, I, would, I mean, I think for Clemson, they, they would suit it. up. I yeah, they, they should. should and Notre Dame should, too, really. Pac-12, uh, Oregon and Utah were both idle coach Cooper. And obviously, if they both keep winning, one of those teams is going to finish up as Pac-12 champions with only one loss. Everybody really I – mean, both of those teams are really good, but people I talk with really like Utah. Only only lost one game all year. I don't know the champ. I don't know. Do they play them during the regular year? They do not. No, they, they, they would not. not. But they will play in the championship if they, if, if they yeah. keep winning. They'll meet up. Can I make a submission on something else too? Sure. Are you going to get to Arkansas or can I, I throw know, you something? Can, you, quick? you can throw whatever. Of you Of course, want. Arkansas fired Chad Morris after really they did. lost to Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky's quarterback, who had a big game there, he started nine games for Arkansas previously. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. For each bu- for each Buckeye sack this season, Kroger will donate a sack of groceries worth 100 meals to those in need here in Central Ohio, which supports Kroger's Zero Hunger, Zero Waste plan to end hunger in our communities and eliminate waste across their stores. You can join Kroger's Zero Hunger, Zero Waste team by remembering to round up at any Kroger register. Seven more sacks by that Buckeye defense on Saturday for another 700 meals. Coming up next, we will hear from Ohio State head coach Ryan Day as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. You're listening to Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Go Buckeyes! Let's win this game! I love tailgating. The best darn band in the land. My mom makes me say it like that. Safeline Autoglass knows Buckeye fans love game day. You better be wearing scarlet and gray. That's why Safelight takes care of Autoglass damage anywhere in Buckeye Nation. Giving you more time for game time. Safelight, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Now, the officials have been talking for quite some time. All righty, let's see what they have to say. Upon further review, 
There is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends we all go to collegeadvantage.com. First down. Well, that's not entirely unexpected. Ha <laughs> ha, classic Bob. Buckeye fans, check out the Buckeye Game Day Concert Series presented by the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer two hours before every Ohio State home football game this fall located in Buckeye Fan Fest. Each week will feature a different artist or band performing live on stage for game day fans outside of St. John Arena. Check out Ohio State's social media pages for the artist lineup and visit BuckeyeCruise.com to book your cabin today. Set sail with Buckeye Greats February 16th through the 21st, 2020 and join us in our fight against cancer. We hope to see you there. Go Bucks and beat cancer. For over 30 years, Hyde Park Prime Steakhouse has been serving Columbus with the finest award-winning thick-cut aged steaks. Consistently voted Columbus's best steakhouse, Hyde Park is also rated excellent by Zagat God as one of the top steakhouses in the country. Enjoy happy hour cocktails Monday through Friday with bar plates starting at $5. Located in Upper Arlington, downtown, and Dublin, Hyde Park can accommodate events for groups of 6 to 300. Hyde Park knows Buckeye fans demand the best. That's why they're a proud sponsor of Ohio. Ohio State Athletics. When your furnace or air conditioner stops working, you can always rely on Atlas Butler to get it up and running the same day. So why not depend on Atlas Butler for all your plumbing needs? Our expert plumbers can take care of anything from a clogged drain to a broken water heater. We work on all brands of water heaters and plumbing equipment. One call does it all. Whatever adventure awaits you in life, there's a Toyota Sport Utility built just for you. One that's versatile and capable, spacious and comfortable. Like the rugged and legit off-road champ Toyota 4Runner. The bold, new, aggressively styled RAV4, America's best-selling SUV, is more truck-like and off-road capable than ever. And the Room for 8 built in the USA Toyota Highlander. Any size adventure, Toyota's got your SUV. Toyota, let's go places. The Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. Byers Auto Group is proud to partner with the Buckeye Crews for Cancer to raise funds for cancer research at the Ohio State University Comprehensive Cancer Center, James Cancer Hospital, and Solov Research Institute with one goal, living in a cancer-free world. Byers Auto serving the community since 1897 and a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. It's time for Tim Horton's Buckeye Roundtable Coffee with a Coach. So pull up a chair, grab your mug, and enjoy Tim Horton's Coffee with a Coach on the Ohio State Sports Network. Joined now by Ohio State Head Coach Ryan Day, 73-14, Ohio State over Maryland on Saturday. Coach, congratulations on the win. You talked about it last week, about keeping the team's focus when you're big-time favorites. And not that you ever want to have them, but does does having some off-the-field adversity make it easier, I guess, for you to keep that focus where you need it to be? I don't know about easier, but, um, you know, it's it's one of those things where I think adversity is, isn't a bad thing, especially this time of year, to kind of figure out where you're at and, um, you know, what you're made of and your character and, and kind of where we're at with our toughness. And so I, I thought, uh, you know, our, our staff challenged the, the team during the week, and uh, and it was good to see them respond that, that way. 
Out of all of the plays that occurred in that game, Ryan, the onside kick seems to be one that certainly has been discussed a lot. If you would kind of share with us all of the elements that went into making the decision to stage that onside kick. Uh, yeah, I mean, we uh, first off, they have a great returner. Um, you know, Leak had, had returned, I think, three for touchdowns in his career and had one the week before against team up north and um and so we wanted to do a great job of getting down there and uh you know get, getting them inside the 20 yard line and uh you know we saw something on film and, and wanted to be aggressive and told the team during the week that if uh you know if, if the situation uh presented itself that we were going to be aggressive and take it and uh, i thought during the week blake and chris uh did a good job uh of uh, working through it and matt barton saw it on film and then what it comes down to is excellence. You got one one shot, one kill in on that one, and uh, and they both executed at a high level. Coach, uh, my my question to you: I've had people ask me this during the week, and I I can't give them an answer, so I need you to to help me out here. <laughs> you're on the sideline calling the plays, right? You you're you're calling yep. the plays. You're you're calling the plays from the sideline, aren't you? Yes, I am. Okay, and you got you got your offensive coordinators up in the press box. What are what are what kind of information are they giving you though? Personnel, uh, defensive alignments, or how are they, how are they helping you out the most? Sure. Yep. So uh, Kevin and Mike are in in the box, and, and Stud and Tony and Harder are down on the field. And um, so typically, what happens is uh, you know we get our script ready uh, in between series, and we talk about uh, you know what runs we might like, and, and talk to uh, you know Kevin and, and the Stud about what you know what their top three or four runs are that they like going into. Uh, the next drive and, and talk to Mike about a couple of passes uh, that we like in that drive. And, and then uh, as we get into uh, the drive, you know, the, the headsets for the most part is quiet. Uh, you know, Kevin and I probably, uh, you know, do the most talking uh, in between uh, plays uh, because it has to be pretty clear because we're, we're giving the information out and they're signaling the plays in. So we want the, uh, the headsets to be pretty quiet. Uh, but certainly when, when something comes up that we need to discuss, we, we talk about it in between the play. But we play at a pretty fast clip. So most of the conversation gets done in between series. When you, when you go no huddle, does the quarterback call the plays or are you still signaling them in? Uh, we still signal those in, yep. And, uh, you know, it's all, it's all um, you know, to the point now where, you know, we just give signals to those guys and, and they try to line up as fast as they can. But based on the play, you know, each play uh, kind of has its own tempo. There's some plays we want to play as fast as possible. Other plays uh, we want to play a little bit slower. Coach, uh, Justin Fields, a quarterback, you're talking about that controls that tempo and gets out of that information. Now has 27 touchdowns. That's fifth in all-time history here at Ohio State. And, you know, he's got obviously some games to play. And he's one of the few guys that has eight games now with a throwing touchdown and a rushing touchdown. Just talk about his impact on this team this year. Ooh, yeah, I mean, uh, his impact's been huge. He's, um, you know, started back in January and, uh, you know, went about the business of, uh, you know, getting the respect of the team, uh, of the offense, and the offensive line, the receivers around, and his work ethic, and he did that. And then won the job, you know, in the summer. And then, uh, you know, started putting games on top of games. And, and he hadn't really played going into the season in terms of a lot of experience, had no collegiate starts. And, uh, you know, there's no replacing experience for a quarterback. You, know, you can practice all you want, but until you actually get into a game, learn how to manage a game, learn how to manage a rush, make those decisions on whether to check the ball down, throw it away, <clears throat> get down and slide, um, maybe even take a sack on a third down as opposed to forcing it into a, a tight coverage. You know, those are all the things that, that are hard that you learn from each week to week, and I think he's getting better. 
Ryan, if you would talk a little bit about the linebackers, especially given the fact you went into a game thinking there's a possibility you'd see three different quarterbacks as well as the rushing threat that Maryland might throw out there. I thought the, the linebackers played well. Um, Malik Harrison's got great range, and you know he, he got his hand on a ball. That's actually that you know they schemed up a pretty good play for us, and uh, they had the guy open. But Malik is so long, he got his hand on the throw. Uh, tremendous play there. He's got a lot of range. I thought Tough played a good game. He executed a, uh, a blitz uh, where they blitzed up the middle, and he and the, the other linebackers, uh, you know, were working on on that all week. And uh, he executed it really well. We got a little pick stunt right there on the center, and he got a sack. Uh, and Pete Warner's been a guy that's been really good for us. He's very versatile, and and then you were able to see a bunch of guys, you know, get 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 reps out there. A bunch of guys get on the field, and uh, that's always good when you can build depth. Kayvon Pope had an interception, and some guys made some good plays. Coach, I think uh, the biggest improvement I've seen on the football team is a, is the play of your your def- defensive backs, particularly those cornerbacks. Uh, they they look to me like they're great, playing much much better than they did a year ago. Well, I think they're playing with confidence. I think they've really taken it to, to Jeff's uh, teaching and his technique, and um, they enjoy the scheme. I think they know how they fit into the scheme pretty well. And uh, I think Jordan Fuller's doing a great job in the middle of the field. Uh, you know, Sean Wade as well. Uh, but you're right. I think the corners are, are both playing at a high level. And uh, you know, as we start to get into these games where they get challenged more and more, uh, you know, they're going to uh, have to really step up their game even more. But uh, but to this point, they've been playing at a high level. Coach Ryan Day, we always appreciate your time. Again, congratulations on the win, and we'll see you Thursday for your show, okay? All right, thanks, guys. Head Coach Ryan Day, hope you enjoyed this week's Tim Hortons Coffee with the Coach. Tim Hortons Cafe and Bake Shop, the official coffee sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Coming up next, we will hit the red zone with Tim May of Letterman Row as tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Motors Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encopa provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encopa Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. Hi, this is Paul Keels, voice of the Ohio State Buckeyes. The Convenience Stores of Speedway is proud to be a sponsor of Ohio State Athletics and your first choice for value and convenience. Start your day at Speedway with a great selection of hot and cold beverages, energy drinks, pastries, and everything else you need to get going. Speedway, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Stores of Speedway. Come on over to Heartland. Now, with all the bank consolidation going on, are you now truly just a number? Who's helping you with your financial affairs? Do they work together as a team for your best returns and decisions? Come see why community banking is the place to be. 
I'm Scott McComb, CEO, coming over to Heartland, where banking really feels good. Rare banking feels good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. I'm former linebacker James Laurinaitis, and I'm proud to partner with your locally owned Papa John's stores to help beat cancer in Columbus. Papa John's gives over $100,000 each year to the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer and the James at Ohio State. Help us raise even more money now through February. Use promo code BUCKUP at PapaJohns.com. You'll save $2 on orders over $20, and Papa John's will donate a buck to the James. Help us buck up and beat cancer. Don't miss the grand opening of the new Floor & Decor in Reynoldsburg. If you have never been to a Floor & Decor, you have to go to the grand opening. Hardwoods, laminates, tile, or stone. Holy smokes, this place is huge. I'm on a budget, and I was able to go to Floor & Decor and save a lot of money. You will be blown away by this experience. The pros come here, I come here. If you love your wallet and you love your home, you have to go. Floor & Decor, now open in Reynoldsburg. Bryce Road, exit 110 off 70 behind Starbucks. Or visit floorandecor.com. Hi, this is Anthony Schlegel, and I want to invite you to the first annual Buckeye Taste and Traditions Chili Cook-Off, presented by the Ohio Beef Council and Ohio Farm Bureau. Join us on Saturday, November 23rd, before the Ohio State-Penn State football game, where two recipes will battle to become the ultimate tailgate chili. The cook-off will take place on the south side of St. John Arena at Buckeye Fan Fest, where you can sample and vote for your favorite chili. For more information about the cook-off, follow Ohio State Buckeyes on social media, and we'll see you there. Your Ohio State flagship station, The Fan. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick for every Buckeye touchdown scored this season. Heartland Bank will make a donation to the USO of Central and Southern Ohio, benefiting our active duty military personnel and their families. For more information or to support our troops, go to USOCSO.org and be the force behind the forces. Again, guys, the Buckeyes just steamroll Maryland on Saturday. Looking ahead to Rutgers coming up this week, and uh, we'll hear from uh, interim coach uh, Nunzio Campanelli uh, next hour. But I tell you what, when people are talking about Rutgers the last few weeks, we, we keep hearing Greg Schiano's name, Greg Schiano's name, Greg Schiano's name. Likelihood in, in your mind, if, would you, if you had to guess right now, Paul, do you think something's going to happen with that? I would think so because the other person that was talked about a fair amount was Butch Jones, and he's kind of publicly come out and said that he's not interested in the job. Uh, Joe Moorhead at uh, Mississippi State, his name was getting some run for a little bit. But, you know, Greg Schiano makes sense for so many reasons. Number one, that he's not coaching now, so they got to hire him right away and he could get started on recruiting for the, the early signing period. His familiarity there, being from New Jersey, the past success that he had there at Rutgers, it would be a feel-good story for a football program that needs to feel good about something. These coaches that have been fired, including mm-hmm. Greg Jones, you know, they got to interview for jobs. They got to make an effort to get another job. Right. That's probably what he did. I, I, I can't see them hiring Greg Jones. I could see Greg Shano going there. Sure. But I could see them, him going there under his terms. Sure. No question. Yeah. I think he's made some kind of demands about facilities. facilities. We heard a bunch of stuff last week, and I, I don't know that any of them are unwarranted. I mean, you know, guys, we've been there. We know. Yeah. We know. You can't compare what they have there versus anywhere else around the conference even. No, not at all. And If you can't recruit, you can't win. No, and, can't and, win. and that's the other thing. Now, what's hampered Rutgers is the fact that they've changed leagues. They've gone up, obviously, a major step in competition going from the Big East and the American to what they're in now. 
But we've seen how many, in Ohio State included, Big Ten teams have raided the state of New Jersey and are plucking great talent out of there. And Rutgers just, you know, look at the other example of that. Look at what Luke Fickle's done at Cincinnati. He's kept people, good players, in the city of Cincinnati at UC. Rutgers has not been able to keep their share of good players in New Jersey at Rutgers. If they could do that, they, they, they would They'd be, be competitive. competitive. Yeah, exactly. They'd be competitive. And that's what Greg Schiano did when he had that job. He exactly. kept the local guys here. He's from New Jersey. He recruited well, and that's why he's probably, you know, on the very, very short list of getting that job. And, you know, rumors have it that might be named by the end of the week. I think he could do a good job. But it, it all comes down to recruiting. And, and right now, they don't have the horses. Uh, you know, the, and they've had some guys that entered the portal too. You know, which is going to happen. Uh, you know, throughout yeah, before the, the season of the was even halfway through. Exactly. So, and that happens. And you know, people are looking out for their future when, uh, you know, when Coach Ash was let go, uh, some guys decided to go their own way. On the other thing, Greg was the head coach up there. I think it was. Yeah. I think one year it was nine and two, wasn't it? Exactly. exactly. Yeah, it wasn't in the Big was, Ten yeah. Conference. He, he wasn't no. playing those kind of that kind of a schedule, but he still was nine and two. That yep. was going to be the question. Even if he gets it back to where they were there, that's that's not the Big Ten. Can okay. they? I mean, what, what in the world would it take just to be somewhat competitive in the Big Ten Conference? I, I don't think they can be. Well, and here's the Neither. other thing to throw in there too. And read an article this past week, if not mistaken. They do not get their full share of Big Ten finances until 2027. And so whatever they want to do with facilities, whatever they've got to do as far as expenses with recruiting, they're still operating behind the eight ball there. Maryland has got the big contributions they've gotten from Under Armour that's helped them do what they've done with their facilities things. But that's where Rutgers is really like. And for people who don't know, Paul, I mean, how it was tiered as far as when they get the full share of it based on what – just because they were the newest members, then they weren't going to get that? I can't remember exactly why that was filtered out the way that it did. And I think as time, it would start to increase some. But, yeah, there was an article about how it's not it's 2027 before they get the full boat. All right, let's bring on Tim May real quickly right now from uh, Letterman Row. Uh, Tim, obviously huge news last week in regards to Chase Young. But uh, on the field, let's, let's start with an on-the-field question. How impressive was Zach Harrison in his first start on Saturday in your mind? Uh, ridiculously impressive uh, concerning he's a freshman. I mean, I know freshmen kind of come along at their own speed. They've been bringing him along slowly but surely. He's had increasing playing time, and he was quite effective. But I keep reminding you guys and everybody else I come in contact with, the the, the one fellow and maybe the two fellows that are making the biggest difference on that defensive line past Chase Young or Devon Hamilton and uh, Jay Sean Cornell. And you saw Devon Hamilton with that huge sack on that first possession we set the tone. I mean, fellas, they uh, they set the team high for sacks this season with seven against that team, and that was without Chase Young. Yeah, Tim, going into Rutgers, uh, you know, obviously they're struggling this year, and they're looking at a head coach. You know, we were talking about Shiana. What are your thoughts, or what are you hearing on that? Letterman Row, you guys do a good job of breaking stories. So, you know, I'm thinking you guys are all over that one probably too. Yeah, we, you know, we're thinking that that's probably going to be the announcement. Uh, you know, they've got to do something. I mean, they've – in essence, back to the future is what they've got to do because since he left, I mean, there, it's been just a wandering a wandering in the wilderness, you know, from the problems they had to, to now uh, Chris Ash firing Chris Ash in midseason. But, you know, this is one of – you know, Jim, I don't know if you agree or not, uh, but this is one of the worst teams just in preparation as watching them on video and stuff and yeah. perusing them that I've ever seen Ohio State go up against. I'm talking about in the FBS situation, you know, consider – 
Ohio State's number one in the nation in scoring offense and number one in the nation defense against the score. And what uh, Rutgers is 128 in scoring offense and 125 in defense against the score. I mean, I'm not sure any kind of line would be uh, would be uh, legitimate for this kind of game. Hey Tim, talk to us, talk to me, and talk to us about the LSU Alabama game. I know you watch that game. Uh, I cannot believe the mistakes I saw Alabama make early in the ball game. Give me your comments. Well, it's uh, you know, bottom line is what you're saying, Coach. I mean, I was texting with Jim, Jim uh, Burrow, Joe Burrow's dad, uh, early in the day on Saturday, and uh, you know, I was telling him where my sentiments lay, and uh, and he, you know, he knows I'm a, he know knew, knew I grew up an Alabama fan. We know each other pretty good now, but. Uh, I told him I wanted to see Joe Burrow go in there and take care of business, and he did. But, yeah, I mean, you saw uh, you saw an Alabama defense that's been improving as the year has gone along but still not anywhere near finished product. And you saw LSU kind of take advantage of it. And then you also saw LSU's defense get after it. But then you saw Alabama rising from the canvas like a champion and getting back into that game. That game, you know, calling it the game of the century may be a push, but it reminded me of that game of the century back in 2006 between Ohio State and Michigan when Ohio State pushed out like a two-score lead, but Michigan refused to go away. You know, it ended up being maybe a closer game than it should have been. But I really do believe that game uh, Saturday against the Heisman Trophy for uh, Joe Burrow pending some kind of disaster the last two games of the regular season. Uh, whether people agree with me at this point, I don't really care. I have a, <laughs> we'll have to see how it all plays out. Tim May, we always appreciate your time of Letterman Row. Uh, we'll talk to you again coming up next Monday night. Hour number one now firmly in the books. Bunch more to come in hour two. Our Incova Insurance Archie Griffin High School Player of the Week Award. Week 11 of the high school season. Our American Dairy Association's Middies Top High School Performances. We will hit the sidelines with Matt Andrews. Our Insiders Access segment tonight, we will hear from Rutgers head coach Nunzio Campanelli. Again, Ohio State is at Rutgers on Saturday. Our coverage begins at 2 p.m. with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show. Much more to come. This is Buckeye Roundtable. Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto is on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. Saturday, Ohio State is at Rutgers. More on that coming up. But right now, it's time to talk a little high school football. It's time for the Encoba Insurance High School Player Award on Buckeye Roundtable. One of the highlights of the Buckeye Roundtable show is the presentation of the Encova Insurance Archie Griffin Athlete of the Week Award. During each roundtable show, Encova Insurance and the Ohio State Sports Network honor a high school athlete for their outstanding play and team leadership. And tonight's recipient is senior quarterback wide receiver Mason Alberts from Anthony Wayne High School. That's up in Lucas County. Friday night, Alberts rushed for 307 yards and four touchdowns. Three of them were long ones, 89, 77, and 43. As Anthony Wayne held off Olentangy Berlin, 44-36 in the opening round of the playoffs. The Generals are coached by Andy Brungard. They're 11-0 and will face 6-5 Olentangy in a Division II Region 7 semi Friday night in Tiffin. Congratulations again to Mason Alberts from Anthony Wayne High School the recipient of this week's Encova Insurance Archie Griffin High School Athlete of the Week Award. Encova Insurance, formerly Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance, a longtime radio sponsor of Ohio State football. 
Time now for the American Dairy Association Mid-East Statewide Top Performers on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Absolutely love this time of year. Week 11 now in the books. The number of teams cut in half. We're into week 12. Great high school games all across the state, Jim. Yes, 224 down to 112. I got a new Philadelphia quarterback, Kobe Hoover threw for two touchdowns and added a 69-yard run for another score, helping New Philly edge Kenston 31 to 28. Big win for them. How about Baden running back Alex DeLong? 15 carries, 123 yards, and two touchdowns rushing. Seven catches for 68 yards and two more TDs, and returned a punt 58 yards for a score as Baden defeated Ross 46-40 in the big battle down by Stricker's Grove. I, I got a quarterback I saw play this year, Dublin Kaufman quarterback Connor Matthews. He had four touchdown night, seven out of 12 passing, 189 yards for t- two touchdowns, and he rushed for 67 yards and two more scores. Kaufman won the game 45-14 to 14 over Perrysburg. Very good. I'm going to go with uh, Amanda Creek Aces quarterback, Peyton Madison, rushed for 200 yards and a touchdown and also threw for two more scores as the Aces defeated Columbus Academy. 41 to 10. I believe they got a tough one this week against the Ironton. That'll be tough. Good. How about one for a defensive squad? LaSalle's defense forced four turnovers by holding Little Miami to 178 yards while pitching their third shutout of the season. And Drew Chrisman's Lancers posted a 42 0 victory over Little Miami. Solid defense there, Coach Cooper. I got a running back here out of Indian Creek, Trevor Fonte. 33 carries, 169 yards, three touchdowns. Indian Creek beat Hubbard 35-29. I believe that's their first playoff win. Really? I believe it's their first ever playoff win. And you know, there were five schools going into the weekend that appeared in the playoffs for the first time ever. Xenia was one of them. Tell you what, good good stuff right there. We begin our weekly whip around the state this evening in the northeast corner to Mahoning County. We go with WNIO's Ron Potesta. A couple of outstanding postseason performances in the Mahoning Valley over the weekend. South Range quarterback Michael Patron went 15 of 23 for 225 yards and two touchdown passes in the Raiders' 30-7 victory over Belair in the Division 5 Region 17 playoffs. Meanwhile, in D6 Region 21, Brookfield running back Tyler Briggs rushed for 201 yards on 23 carries with two touchdowns in the Warriors' 49-28 loss to Mogador. For the Sports Animal 1390 in Youngstown, I'm Ron Potesta. Circle over to Wayne County next. Big game on the ground there as we hear from WQKT's Mike Breckenridge. Saturday night, Orville broke open a close game in the second half, defeating O'Leary Catholic 34-13 in the opening round of the Division Five state playoffs. The defending state champions got another big ball game from running back Markwell Parks, who carried 30 times for 245 yards, and five touchdowns in the Orville win. Parks now has 34 touchdowns on the season. Orville Saturday will take on Marion Pleasant in the second round. From WQKT in Worcester, I'm Mike Breckenridge. Next stop, Richland County. Big play there to tell you about from WMAN's Aaron Hines. Shelby senior quarterback McGuire Albert had quite the second half in the Whippets 31-21 playoff win over Edison Saturday. Albert for the game accounted for three touchdowns and recovered a huge fumble late in the game. However, the play of the night came with the game tied at 21 early in the fourth quarter. Shelby had the ball third and 30 at its own eight-yard line when Albert threw 50 yards in the air from the end zone 
and hit his receiver, Blaine Bowman, who raced to the end zone for the 92-yard touchdown. It gave the Whippets the lead for good. Shelby's now 8-3. and three. They'll take on Clyde Saturday night in Tiffin in the Division IV Regional Semifinal. Reporting from WMAN in Mansfield, I'm Aaron Hines. 92-yard pass play. I don't see that very often at the high school level. Unless yeah. it's just a little slant and the guy mm-hmm. runs. But this was, you know, you talk about it, just an absolute fly. Northwest to Allen County. Huge night for a young quarterback there as we welcome in WIMA's Todd Walker. The Perry Commodores posted their first-ever playoff win Saturday afternoon, routing Cincinnati College Prep Academy 44 to nothing, thanks in large part to the efforts of sophomore quarterback Ryan Yankst. He threw for six touchdowns and ran for another in the process breaking the Perry High School record for TD passes in a season, now with 27. Perry also recorded its eighth win of the year, tying the school record. They'll play New Bremen Saturday at Piqua. From 1150 WIMA in Lima, this is Todd Walker. Down to Montgomery County, nice game and a big win as we hear from WING's Justin Kinner. The Trotwood Rams got a huge win over Wapakoneta in the D3 playoffs this past Friday night. Rams junior quarterback Cooper Stewart didn't have numbers that jumped out of the box score, but the way he controlled the game helped pace Trotwood to a huge playoff win over the Redskins. Stewart completed 13 of his 18 passes for 135 yards and two touchdowns. He also spread the ball around as six different Ram receivers made a catch on the night. Up next for Trotwood, they will have another opponent from the Western Buckeye League as they take on the St. Mary's Rough Riders. For ESPN 1410 Wing AM, I'm Justin Kinner in Dayton. Southern Ohio to Scioto County next. Another big game on the ground as we hear from WNXT's Mark Williams. After being limited to 40 yards in the first half Saturday night, Wheelersburg's Micaiah Matthews exploded after halftime and ended up with 205 yards on 24 carries and three touchdowns and leading the Wheelersburg Pirates to a 28-23 victory over the Midford Falcons in the opening round of the Division Five playoffs. Wheelersburg advances to take on West Lafayette Ridgewood Saturday night in Lancaster in a Division Five Region 19 semifinal. Mark Williams, WNXT Radio, Portsmouth. Circle up northward to Washington County. Big numbers on limited touches there as WJAW's Andy Rex tells us. Skip Fort Fry senior running back Tyler Fisher racked up a career-high 264 yards and scored three times on just 12 carries as the cadets outlasted Dalton 48-39 in a Division VI Region 21 quarterfinal on Friday night. Fisher had touchdown runs of 98, 56, and one yard on the evening, and he also recovered a fumble on defense. Fort Fry remains unbeaten at 11-0 on the season and now has a showdown with the Mogador Wildcats in a regional semifinal this Friday night at Meadowbrook High School. From WJAW in McConnellsville, I'm Andy Rex. Final stop, Knox County. Big night and a good game to tell you about from WMVO's Tyler Mathias. Playing in their first postseason game since 2005, the East Knox Bulldogs eked out a win on Friday night after a missed field goal as time expired. The East Knox Bulldogs got... 300 yards from scrimmage from running back Caleb Galwitz, who scored three touchdowns and ran for 213 yards. The East Knox Bulldogs were winners over Ashland Crestview by a score of 21 to 20. They'll play Seneca East at Marion Harding this Friday night. I'm Todd Mathias with the Super Q 93.7, 100.9 FM at 13 WMBO. Love this time of year. Thanks to all of our affiliates from all across the state of Ohio for a weekly whip around the state. People just, just compliment like crazy about this segment. It's a lot of fun. Did you hear about the game that Luke Lachey had on uh, Friday night? I did Friday hear night? about that. <laughs> I did. He had to play quarterback. How about that, Jimmy? Yeah, good, he got thrown in there. It was, uh, you know, our Charlie James, our starting quarterback, got hurt in the second series. So they went wildcat, and Luke ended up having 20. 26 carries for 200, I think 52 or 56 yards and three touchdowns. And 
The last one was three carries for 84, and wow. they went ahead uh, 20, or 35 to 28 and got the win. So a seven seed beating a number two seed. Paint Valley is a well-coached team, but they had some in a well in a well-played uh, team, some good good players. There, but they had some injuries too, so it's just a survival of the fittest for that yeah. one. Is it, will he be back here again this week? <laughs> yeah, I probably will. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's trying to play tight end, but if you don't have a quarterback coach, you, you know, what do you do? So uh, they up. also they all stepped up. Joey Bertani, uh, defensive lineman, really played well too. Our top performers from around the state is presented by the American Dairy Association Mideast. On behalf of Ohio's dairy farmers, the American Dairy Association Mideast reminds you that greatness is built with chocolate milk. It has the nutrition you need to power your potential. Tell me about your Hawks. We forgot about that. <laughs> they beat London 14 to 8. All right. All right. And they get Gran- good game. Good Granville. Game. They have Granville on, uh, on Friday night as well. So right. Jack so Sawyer is doing that. Oh, yeah, big, big time. Domination from Ohio State on both sides of the ball on Saturday. We'll hit the sidelines with Matt Andrews next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. More of Buckeye Roundtable coming up. Presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. A revolution in lung cancer treatment is happening at the James. We're proving lung cancer isn't solely defined by location and stage, but rather the individual molecules and genes that drive it. Simply put, there is no routine lung cancer. That's why our world-renowned specialists put their expertise towards treating one particular lung cancer, yours. At The James, we go beyond the routine to prevent, detect, treat, and cure your lung cancer. To learn more, call 1-800-293-5066. Here's to the ones who put in the work, the no-days-off rise-and-grind warriors who live by the oath of my body is my temple. And when their temple needs to rebuild after a long workout, athletes of all types choose low-fat chocolate milk. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. Chocolate milk turns Motivation Monday into Flex Friday. Crush your goals with the help of a real recovery drink. Try it for yourself. Built with Chocolate Milk is brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Just like our conference really has 14 teams, if I say I ate a hot dog, I really mean three. That's my hot dog confession. My fiance is cool with serving Sherdale hot dogs at our wedding. She's definitely the one. That's my hot dog confession. I can still raise my arms in the shape of an O while holding two hot dogs. O-H-I-O. That's my hot dog confession. Look for Sugardale, the official hot dog of Ohio State Athletics, next time you stop into your local grocery store. It's the one with a bite out of it. Did you know that one in eight Americans struggle with hunger? Yet more than 40% of the food we produce is thrown out. At Kroger, we know we can do something about this. We're donating more food to local food banks through our partnership with Feeding America. And we're working with World Wildlife Fund to end food waste. But we can't do it alone. And we hope you'll join us in creating a world with zero hunger and zero waste. Visit thekrogerco.com to learn how you can help. I'm former linebacker James Laurinaitis, and I'm proud to partner with your locally owned Papa John's stores to help beat cancer in Columbus. Papa John's gives over $100,000 each year to the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer and the James at Ohio State. Help us raise even more money now through February. Use promo code BUCKUP at PapaJohns.com. You'll save $2 on orders over $20, and Papa John's will donate a buck to the James. Help us buck up and beat cancer. Before kickoff, hit the field with game time with Ryan Day. Right at the 30, down the sideline and into the end zone. 
for six. Join the head coach and experts from across Buckeye Nation to preview every matchup and breakdown for each week's game. Plus, don't miss exclusive in-depth interviews with Ohio State players and coaches. Get ready for another week of hard-hitting Buckeye football with Game Time with Ryan Day. Game Day, Saturday mornings at 9 in Columbus on 10 TV and statewide on Fox Sports Ohio. Touchdown, Ohio State. The Fan, The Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. Be sure to check out the Buckeye Game Day concert series presented by the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer two hours before every home game this season outside of St. John Arena in Buckeye Fan Fest. Each week features a different band live on stage. Get on board. Visit BuckeyeCruise.com to book your cabin today. Go Bucks and beat cancer. For Buckeye Roundtables from the Sidelines Report on the Ohio State Sports Network. 73-14, Ohio State destroys Maryland on Saturday. Huge day on both sides of the ball for Ohio State. Here to tell us more is Matt Andrews as we hit the sidelines one more time. Thanks, Skip. It was another happy locker room postgame celebration after the Buckeyes throttled Maryland 73-14 on Saturday. Wide receiver Garrett Wilson had a terrific day. Four catches for 82 yards. A long of 35 and a touchdown catch from backup quarterback Chris Chuganoff. Wilson, join me after the win. We're outside the Ohio State locker room with Garrett Wilson. Congratulations on a very impressive win. Offensively, you guys stormed right out of the gates and never let up. I think at one point, Garrett, you guys were 8 of 8 on third down. Take me on the field for third down for, for this team and what makes them so successful on third down. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just a lot of trust in our quarterback, a lot of trust in our O-line, and then, uh, I mean, it's easy easy on the receivers and stuff like that So uh, when you know you have an O-line and quarterback like that. So you just, whenever you're in the spot, make the play. So You mentioned the trust from the quarterback and the O-line and, and the receiving group. How do you? How have you bonded and, and brought that trust together as a freshman coming in and playing immediately with Justin, a first-year star? Yeah, I mean, just all the time that we spend together. Uh, I mean, we're in the facility, you know. I won't, I won't say 24-7, but, I mean, it's a lot of the day. So, uh, I mean, when you spend that much time with someone, you kind of you got to like them. So, I mean, we got a good relationship. Um, and, uh, I mean, hopefully it just keeps on growing. Garrett, there's so much diversity in terms of experience, youth, in that receiver room. Take the fans inside that room and, and the ability for you guys to not be selfish as to who's getting the catches, who's getting the touchdowns, and everybody to be ready for their moment. Yeah, I mean, it's a group of great guys, and uh, we all have a, our own abilities that we do, things that we bring to the table. And uh, like you said, we're not we're unselfish. Um, but, I mean, really, it's a goofy group of guys um, that no one has turned it on. So a uh, day like this, you know, we turned it on for the game time, and uh, 12 o'clock, you know, it's time to go. Well, you nearly had a second touchdown, but the one touchdown that did count, you catch it in the corner, you run right up the tunnel, and I saw you back there, and, and, the, and the guys came to meet you. Take me through the touchdown if you don't mind. Yeah, so, I mean, it was a uh, fade. Uh, he was already inside, so, uh, you know, I had a good – a good thought in my head that I was going to get it, and uh, Chuck's put it right on the money, and I just got to do my job at that point. Lastly, the running game. Yeah. Four running backs, 78 yards or more, and you all put up amazing numbers, over mm-hmm. 700 yards of offense. But when the running game's clicking, what's it allow you guys to do as a receiving group? Yeah, like you said, I mean, it just opens up the whole offense when the running game's going. So uh, Coach Day, you know, is really key on, uh, you know, getting the running game going first, and then uh, after that it opens the whole offense up. So congrats on the win. Appreciate that. And on the defensive side of the football, Ohio State, of course, without Chase Young. Davon Hamilton stepped up, had a couple of sacks. He, too, joined me postgame. You had the first sack of the game, kind of set the tone. What do you remember of that, the first of your two sacks? Um, just kind of taking a step, 
uh, didn't expect him to have the ball and then just tackled him. And it really was just kind of a just a couple of events. I don't know. It just happened. Zach Harrison talked about you guys upholding kind of the standard, even down two of your, your veterans and starters on the end. Uh, and give me an idea of how you felt that this team bonded in this week and pre- preparing without Chase and, and without Coop. Um, I mean, our team really com- uh, preaches uh, competitive excellence. And, um, I mean, we might have lost a, lost a player, but at the same time, I mean, you came here to play. So that's kind of our motto. I mean, I'm proud of Zach. I'm proud of how all of them did. But, I mean, we still got to step it up at the end of the day. What's it been like to kind of help a younger Zach Harrison and other younger players along as a veteran on this team? Um, it's pretty fun. I mean, they're, they're pretty easy guys, easygoing guys. They're willing to learn. So, I mean, it's really, really easy. I mean, I enjoy being around them. So, it's kind of cool, you know. <laughs> how much was Maryland last year a factor in preparing for this game this week? Uh, last year, I mean – we kind of looked into it, but at the same time, I mean, we got to play our own game. I mean, we can't look back in the past. We're obviously not the same Ohio State defense that we were in the past. So it's kind of what we focused on. Lastly, I want to ask you from a defensive perspective what it's like watching this offense perform. Uh, it's pretty amazing. Are you talking about Ohio? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I mean, they move the ball pretty well. I mean, they score a lot, so it's kind of make it easy on us as well. So, be honest, did you get cold down there today? Yeah, it was really cold. <laughs> I saw you, D. Lima, down there sitting on those bench warmers like you own them. <laughs> yeah, it's really cold outside, especially when we stopped playing in that first half. So sitting out in the cold for a whole half is not fun. Congrats on the win. Appreciate it. That's a wrap on the win over Maryland, guys. Back to you. And I tell you what, thank you, Matt Andrews. Good job with that. You, you take a look at things. You beat a team that badly. You look at this, is, is the glass half full, half empty? How much stock do you put into games like that, Coach Cooper, before you move in, move on? I mean, after you destroyed Rice and after you destroyed Pitt like like crazy, you know, back in the day, do you, you go over it? Do you say to put it behind you, just move on? No, you go over it. You go over it. You go over it because you played it. And we did the same thing Saturday. You, you play those second teamers a whole second half. That's a great thing about playing a team like that and blowing them out. You rest your players, but you, 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 you correct those mistakes that those young players made. And we've already talked about it. There was quite, there was quite a few mistakes made in the second half of the ballgame, particularly unnecessary penalties. Yeah, a guy like Master T got a career high, 18 carries, 111 yards. Those are great reps, you know, and he's mm-hmm. been great all year, but that, that is even going to help him get better. Garrett Wilson had career high four receptions, and, you know, certainly we've seen him. He's kind of like this year's Chris Olave. He stepped up now. He's just waiting to make that big play on special teams. Maybe we'll <laughs> get a punt return, but, uh, you know, he's been good. And you're right, Coach. This is one of those films that you go in, you watch it, uh, and you think about those guys just played the first half that offense, but guess what? They had 50 offensive plays. You talked about it. They had 94 for the game, and uh, you know that's a lot of offense. So for you know, that was probably a fun one they wanted to watch. But you're right. You look through it. You di- you digest it, break it down, and you start all focus on Rutgers starting tomorrow morning. Big surprises in the Big Ten on Saturday. We'll break it down for you next as the Buckeye Roundtable Show continues. Listening to Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Go Buckeyes! Let's win this game. I love tailgating. The best darn band in the land. My mom makes me say it like that. Safe Line Autoglass knows Buckeye fans love game day. You better be wearing scarlet and gray. That's why Safe Light takes care of autoglass damage anywhere in Buckeye Nation. Giving you more time for game time. Safe Light, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. 
And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Motors Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encova provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encova Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova Insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. At AgPro, we think Columbus's home team getting a first down is like checking another thing off your to-do list. So, get a John Deere tractor package to be the MVP on your home turf. And take care of business before this weekend's big game. AgPro, equipped for anything. Find one of the eight Central Ohio locations near you at agproco.com. Buckeyes, United Healthcare believes small businesses are vital to our economy and an important part of our communities. Join United Healthcare in celebrating small businesses. I'm Kurt Lewis, United Healthcare of Ohio CEO and graduate of The Ohio State University. We want to recognize your small business with Spotlight on Small Business Sweepstakes. Weekly winners receive football tickets, on-field recognition, radio promotion, and more. To enter, visit uhcbusiness.com/buckeyes. United Healthcare, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. For terms and conditions, visit uhcbusiness.com/buckeyes. Sweepstakes rules and restrictions apply. Ohio State Athletics embodies a tradition of true grit and excellence. At Elk and Elk, we bring that same grit to the courtroom with a strong team ready to tackle your case. In true Buckeye spirit, we create a solid game plan to go up against tough opponents. When you're on the injured list, you need Elk and Elk, focused on protecting your rights. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Elk and Elk, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Go Bucks! Buckeye football lives here. The fan. It's time for the Elk and Elk Injury Report on the Ohio State Sports Network. Get this late in the year, Jim Lachey, and you know this, things just hurt a little bit more than they, they did a couple of months ago. Yeah, I think for the Buckeyes, though, they came out of last game in pretty good shape. Obviously, with the Chase Young news, and that's still going to get settled hopefully in another week or so. Uh, you know, that'll come in. But injury-wise, I think the guys that were still nicked up were still nicked up. Guys like Jonathan Cooper, haven't seen him out there for a while. And then C.J. Saunders, uh, two captains that really haven't had an opportunity to play a lot. No fault of their own. They've just been battling injuries. And for C.J. Saunders, we saw him out there on crutches, so it looks like his season will be done. Our report brought to you by the injury lawyers at Elk and Elk. Serious fans of Ohio State Athletics. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Buckeye Roundtable. Big Ten Breakdown. Crowd is going nuts right now. Talking defense here. Sideline going crazy. Quarterback Clifford waits for the snap with Brown next to him on third down and 23. Has time, waiting, pressure comes, firing toward the end zone, intercepted! Gophers got it! It's picked off by Jordan Howden in the end zone! No timeouts for Penn State. Minnesota will kneel on it twice. And for the first time since 1904, they'll be 9-0. 
State Nittany Lions. Listen to Gold Country. Mike Grimm, Learfield IMG College. Minnesota just keeps moving along. They hold off Penn State 31-26. You know, we've been to that stadium a couple of times at least Mm -hmm. and just would love to have seen what that place was like being full, being rowdy, being excited. And as you mentioned earlier, uh, or I guess it was Saturday's skip while we were still in a radio booth, controversial offensive pass interference called prior to that interception against Penn State. Yeah, things got really interesting late. Coach Cooper brought this up. The Lions had a chance to pull a rabbit out of their hat. It seems like they do year in and year out. There's always a game or two that there's a game that they have. It's like, man, how did they just get get so lucky and win the thing? Thought it was going to happen against Saturday, Coach, but it was not to be. I thought they were going to come back and win there at the end of the ballgame. And you're right, that was a crucial penalty. Yeah. I'm not sure they scored a touchdown on that play, but they came close to it. And then that was a long yardage situation when he right. threw the interception. Uh, at Iowa, at Northwestern, then Wisconsin, Minnesota, a two-game lead with three to play. Uh, it looks it, good. It looks good you for know, them right I mean, now. Uh, you know, Iowa, they're coming off a tough loss season. We were battle back against Wisconsin, but still they lost. Uh, Northwestern, of course, they're struggling. They're 1-8 and eight right now. Yeah. You, know, you put a fork in them. And then Wisconsin, you know, that's a, that'll be an interesting ball game at the end of the year. and. Those two match up well, especially if Minnesota's undefeated. That that'll be a, a game you want to watch. Did Iowa go for two at the end of the game? Try to win the game? You know, I don't I remember. I didn't watch that at all. I think I think they, they did. did. They did. Next to East Lansing, where Michigan State hosted Illinois. Third and ten from the Illinois forty-five. Back to pass. Lewerke throws to the left. It's intercepted. Picked off by Illinois. They're running the other way. Left sideline forty. Brian Barnhart, Learfield IMG College. Sparty led this thing 31-10 entering the fourth quarter, but the, the Illini stunned them in the fourth, come away with that 37-34 win. What, and Lewerke threw three interceptions, oh. I believe, in that game. Turnover's big, and, you know, boy, this has really rattled the house in East Lansing. Mark D'Antonio with a program in a season that has already been a struggle. But, you know, how about Illinois? They've, you know, remember in September, they lost at home to Eastern Michigan. This is one of the biggest upsets in the history of Illinois football. I agreed. And, and the, the biggest comeback in the history of mm-hmm. Illinois football. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. I, I don't understand that strategy. You know, you're up 31 to 10 in the fourth quarter. If you don't have a running game, you got a running game. You're going to get first downs, yeah, your first usually downs, do. your first downs, and your punt. But obviously, they don't have a consistent running game, and that's going to cost you. And a pick six goes the other way. That's. That's a one-play job, and that'll that'll make a turnover or or an upset happen in a hurry, and Lewerke has had that. Uh, Offensively this year, it's been really tough. Defensively, too, I mean, 27, uh, Michigan State defense. Remember, we we talked all about uh, how they were – you know, in the tops, no one scored on them, blah, blah, blah. Now, remember, they're without Joe Batchy. Yeah, they are. But yeah. 27 points in the fourth quarter, yeah, that's that's, 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 that's not point. like Mike Trestle. Four, four losses in a row. They get Michigan coming up this week. So it's like, hey, you just kind of wonder a little bit. Yeah. Next, next stop, Evanston Northwestern hosted Purdue. It came down to the wire. Carollo kneels. Zucchino over the football. Snap is down. Kick on the way. And the kick is... It's good! The Boilermakers, with three seconds to play, take the lead! J.D. Dellinger nails it from 39 yards. Tim Newton, Learfield IMG College. Purdue escapes with a 24-22 win. They're now 4-6. and six. They're bowl eligible if they went out. Well, now they got to play Indiana, the last one. And they're playing with a third quarterback. 
a third-string quarterback. And, you know, Northwestern, as we saw from the Friday night we were there, where their mojo is just completely spiraled out of control. One and eight. Mm, but they incredible. did score 22 points, which, yeah. you know, that was two yeah, or three weeks. Their offense was AWOL. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It, they showed up. But uh, now that's that's tough and a surprise. Again, this was a team, Chicago's Big Ten team, that was in the Big Ten championship game last year. And, hey, they made some plays in the second half against Ohio State to, you know, kind of get back. Of course, Ohio State had it in control. But yeah. they were a much better team last year. And this year it's just a totally 180. Now I know they have injuries and stuff like that. but So everybody does at this time. And their year. basketball team lost to Merrimack. Final. <laughs> Don't have any sound from there, Paul. Final stop, <laughs> sorry, uh, is Madison. Wisconsin hosted Iowa. <laughs> Cone gets the snap from Biotis. Iowa sending four. Cone throws left side. Cephas back shoulder. Got it. Inside the five. Touchdown, Wisconsin. Jack Cone to Quintez Cephas. 27 yards. And the lead is 14 for Wisconsin. Matt LePay, Learfield IMG College. Uh, Badgers hold off a fourth quarter Hawkeye charge and get the win 24-22. And Coach alluded to the end there. But I tell you what, uh, Give the Hawkeyes credit. They looked bad right there when Wisconsin scored that touchdown, but they, they fought back and made Came it really and, interesting. Yeah, made a game out of it, but a missed two-point conversion. And Jonathan Taylor seemed to get his groove back after two subpar games by his standards. Yeah, two losses in a row for Wisconsin, you know, and three would have been obviously, you know, mm. knocked them out of everything. But, uh, you know, they found a way to get it done. And like you said, Iowa found a little bit offense there at the end of the game, but still not what they showed against Ohio State when they put up 55 I don't know if they've had two or three games in a row where they've been add up 55 points. So they're still struggling a little bit offensively. And, you know, you think if you hold, uh, you know, you hold them to that amount of points that they did, that they would have had a, you know, found a way. You know, if you hold Wisconsin in the 20s, lower 20s, that, that should be a win. Uh, so I think they're defensive enough, but Iowa's offense not getting it done right now. Coming up this week, uh, Michigan State is at Michigan. Indiana travels to Penn State. We'll be curious on mm-hmm. both fronts there. You know, the Hoosiers have just kind of done what they've done very impressive and curious to see how penn state responds to their first loss yes and remember we mentioned it last week indiana now without michael Penix for good at quarterback so it's peyton ramsey for the rest of this year running the show two cincinnati boys playing off a That's quarterback right. how about Elder that and Saint Uh-oh. wisconsin is at nebraska minnesota is at iowa this week and this is this again of the ones that are left if this is the starts that trend okay Show us again, Gophers, are, are, how real are you? And they've, in talking to Mike Grimm earlier today, believe they've had a lot of trouble over the recent years uh, with Iowa. And if they go to 10-0, and 0, mm. I think you have to go even further back than Maybe whenever the, first the last time, time huh? they were 9-0. 1904 was the last time. How long have they been playing? Nice I don't know. I mean, it was... <laughs> That was a long time ago. Because here's the thing that Minnesota now looks at. Let's say Minnesota runs the table. They get to Indianapolis and say they play Ohio State and they lose to the Buckeyes. Minnesota's going to the Rose Bowl for the first time since, what, probably the early 60s. 1960. Wow. A lot of stuff. Jim Tatum. No, it's Jim Tatum. That's right. A lot of stuff between now and then. Buckeye Roundtable brought to you in part by Incova Insurance. We will hear from Rutgers coach Nunzio Campanelli next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Now the officials have been talking for quite some time. All righty. Let's see what they have to say. Upon further review... There is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. 
It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends we all go to collegeadvantage.com. First down. Well, that's not entirely unexpected. <laughs> Classic Bob. Coors Light presents a word from Kirk Herbstreet. It's Saturday morning, and that means it's time for college football. It means your fridge is filled with Coors Light. It means last night's pizza is this morning's breakfast. And washing it down with your first Coors Light of the day is worthy of an ah. It's Saturday morning, and it means showers are optional. Make Saturday mornings even more chill with a fridge full of Coors Light, the official beer of Saturday morning. 2019 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Game nights, holiday dinners, birthday parties. Create new memories in your new home. And let the Ohio Housing Finance Agency help. If you're ready to buy a home, visit myohiohome.org. OFA offers down payment and closing cost assistance, lower interest rates, and more. OFA makes buying a home affordable. Visit myohiohome.org. Don't miss the grand opening of the new Floor and Decor in Reynoldsburg. If you have never been to a Floor and Decor, you have to go to the grand opening. Hardwoods, laminates, tile, or stone. Holy smokes, this place is huge. I'm on a budget, and I was able to go to Floor and Decor and save a lot of money. You will be blown away by this experience. The pros come here, I come here. If you love your wallets and you love your home, you have to go. Floor and Decor, now open in Reynoldsburg. Bryce Road, exit 110 off 70 behind Starbucks. Or visit floorandecor.com. I'm on over to Heartland. Now, with all the bank consolidation going on, are you now truly just a number? Who's helping you with your financial affairs? Do they work together as a team for your best returns and decisions? Come see why community banking is the place to be. I'm Scott McComb, CEO, coming over to Heartland, where banking really feels good. Rare banking feels good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hey, what's up? I'm Ethan. And I'm Danielle, and we're on a Toyota USA road trip in the new Camry XSE. The ride and handling of this Camry feels more like a high-end performance car. Aggressive styling inside and out, which I love. You know, this Camry is one of 11 different models Toyota builds in the USA. In fact, 26 million Toyotas have been built right here. It sounds like we're not the only ones on a Toyota USA road trip. For the latest offers, go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The fan, the fan, the fan, Ohio sports destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. AEP Energy, Buckeye fans, is redefining the game with renewable energy plans for your home or business. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Buckeye Roundtable Insiders. Buckeyes at Rutgers on Saturday. Time for our Insiders Report. Earlier today, our Paul Keels had a chance to visit with Rutgers' Nunzio Campanelli. Coach Nunzio Campanelli, uh, if you would, first uh, we'll ask you about your bye weekend. What uh, was kind of the approach to try and get the most mileage out of this past bye weekend? Well, you know, we, we get the kids off for the weekend, but we got a great week of work in. You know, we got a chance to get some guys healthy and develop some young guys, get them some reps. So uh, I think all in all it was a very productive, you know, well-timed bye week. Obviously with uh, we've got a tough task coming up, so obviously uh, 
you know, getting the guys healthy is important. In your most recent game against Illinois, I know I read some things on the game notes about uh, how you liked what you saw. I think it was in the second quarter. If you would talk a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, I think uh, we kind of played the whole first half a lot in the style that we would like to play the game or you know, where we think we, you know, we're at right now. We, uh, we limited big plays. We tackled well, uh, you know, and we were able to move the ball, convert some third downs. We were able to run it, and, you know, keep them honest with a couple big throws and uh, really felt good about the way the guys played. And, you know, going in 10-10 at halftime, we felt really good about, about that. Obviously, we just – struggled to protect the ball in the third quarter and the game got away from us pretty quick. When you think about defense and you talk about tackling well, is that where some of your guys like Tyshawn Fogg and uh, Christian Isaacson have been a part of that? Absolutely. Uh, you know, they, they're guys that are, you know, just good young players that are out there playing hard. Tyshawn's really been uh, kind of linchpin for our defense all year. And, you know, the last second half of the season, Christian's really stepped up and he's doing a great job for a young player. I think he's got a really bright future here. On the offensive end, I know Isaiah Pacheco's your leading rusher and he's been banged up a little bit. We've seen him over the years. Nunzio, what's he kind of done as far as developing as a football player? No, he's really done a great job of becoming a more complete player. He's always been a pretty dynamic runner, but, you know, he's he's kind of rounded out his game a little bit. He's become a better pass protector. Uh, I think he's kind of the game has slowed down for him a little, so he's you know he's making some more patient runs. He's helped himself in the past game, so he's really you know just maturing. And you love to see that you know he's a really tough kid. He works really hard, and you know you love to see him kind of continue to mature and develop. It's it's been fun to watch. What have been some of the pluses you've seen out of Johnny Langan since he's taken over at quarterback? Well, I think Johnny's been a great leader for us. Uh, he's done a great job of you know, just kind of helping our offense go forward. We had to make a lot of changes uh, when he stepped in, and you know he's really done a nice job running the football. He's done a good job converting third downs. Uh, he's done a pretty good job protecting the football in the past game. He's got to do a little better in the run game, but uh, you know, young player, so you, you really love to see uh, his growth. And obviously, he's a, he's a really tough guy, so he gives us uh, you know just a great energy on the field. Are guys like Bo Melton and Isaiah Washington pass-catching targets and kind of helping with that? No doubt, no doubt. Uh, Isaiah's a great freshman. He's really had a, a great season so far. He seems to get better every week. And, you know, Bo, he's our most dynamic player, so we have to find more ways to get him the football. We have to give him opportunities to make plays for us because when he when he gets the ball, he's a dangerous player. Nunzio, in this situation you're in, are you looking for guys to be leaders on your football team? And have you seen some guys really get your attention by how they've jumped up and become leaders? Absolutely. You know, on the defensive side, you know, we mentioned Tyshawn Fogg, you know, Mike Tverdoff has been great, Will Prevalon, you know, they're, they're a bunch of really good, you know, just tough, hard-nosed guys on the defensive side. And on offense, you know, guys like Zach Vineski and Mike Maietti are, are senior, are, you know, senior and junior uh, linemen with a bunch of experience. They've done a great job along with Kamal Seymour. And, uh, you know, we mentioned Johnny Langan, I think as a quarterback, he's really stepped up and provided some leadership. So it's been a tough situation and transition for these guys. And, you know, those guys have all done a great job of helping us get through it. Is this kind of a, a an unusual situation with young guys that you want to give them as many opportunities as you can, but there's the four-game window that you want to be mindful of also, Nunzio? Yes. So we've pretty much gotten to the point where we, we think we have it pretty managed on the four-game window. Uh, the most interesting thing is, like, two weeks ago against Illinois, we played nine freshmen on offense, like real, you know, uh, that were in the rotation all the way through uh, between freshmen and true freshmen and red shirts. So we are playing a lot of young guys. We're let, getting a lot of guys experience. We probably have five or six on defense. 
doing the same thing and then rotating some guys through on the special team. So, you know, whatever happens, you know, the new coach is going to come in and have a bunch of guys that have played a bunch of Big Ten football, and I think that will definitely benefit them. You mentioned Ohio State earlier, but if you would, just kind of talk about your takeaways of what you've seen from the Buckeyes so far, Coach. Uh, boy, uh, you know, they're about as complete and dynamic a football team as I think you could find. I mean, obviously they're very well coached. Uh, they play really hard, and on top of it, they're extremely talented. They execute very well. Uh, I, I really have a hard time finding uh, a fault in their team where you say, like, hey, this is a crack. This is where you want to attack. You know, on offense, uh, they're balanced. They're physical. Uh, they make explosive plays in the run game and the pass game. And then, you know, obviously the quarterback is, uh, you know, a major problem and, you know, one of the best running backs in the country. And then you go on the defensive side and you say, holy cow, I mean, you know, every player uh, seems to always be in position. They play really hard. Uh, I think Jeff has done a great job, you know, getting those guys, uh, you know, going. They, they really look like they're on the same page and playing really hard. So uh, they're really impressive to watch. I mean, when you watch them on film, you think, boy, I don't know if there's a better team than these guys. I'd like to see them. Sounds good. Rutgers coach Nunzio Campanelli, thanks for your time. We look forward to seeing your team this weekend. All right. Thank you. All right, again, Ohio State at Rutgers. It's a 3.30 kick uh, Saturday afternoon. We'll have all the action right here, of course, on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. But, uh, you know, first of all, Paul, great job with that. But what a tough spot uh, Nunzio is in. It just, just He alluded to it right there. You hear everything that's going on. Just kind of do your job and just kind of wait and see what happens. Yeah, and having a chance to watch some of his uh, press conference prior to doing that interview, he talked about how their goal, his and their goal, the the remaining staff, is to work on these players improving from week to week. He also uh, made some comments, too, about, you know, he coached Javante Jean-Baptiste in high school. So uh, a lot of great things to say about him. But, uh, yeah, very, very difficult situation for the staff that's there. There's guys that have Ohio State ties there. Kenny Parker, Vince Okru, uh, you know, you just feel for those people that are hanging in limbo waiting for the next announcement. Yeah, Nunzio was a head coach of Burgeon Catholic, I believe, Correct. In, in New Jersey. And that's where Johnny Langdon, actually the quarterback, played for him uh, there. So I think they have 12 players from that school with Javante Jean-Baptiste. So there's a lot of, you know, it's, it's a big recruiting hotbed uh, for Rutgers. Uh, so that's something that they got obviously got to consider. Now, doesn't he have a brother, Nunzio, that's coaching too? Someplace? I know he's got brothers that all played, so they might be okay. coaching. And, and here's the other crazy thing they had happened. We talked about it earlier. Their top running back, Rasheem Blackshear, and Art Sitkowski, their quarterback, after, what, two or three games decided they didn't want to play anymore and they were going to redshirt. So it really, while Chris Ash was still there, really hamstrung what they were going to try yeah, and do. Yeah, they didn't want to play more than four games. Yeah, so they're they going to save the year. Otherwise, they, they would have lost it. And, right. and, and if you look at the stats, Blackshear is still their leading receiver. I know. And they played four games. Wow. Amazing. Papa John's wants you to buck up and help beat cancer. Use the promo code BUCKUP at PapaJohns.com to save $2 on any order over 20 bucks, And your locally owned Papa John's will donate a dollar to the James at Ohio State. Buck up and beat cancer. Ohio State at Rutgers on Saturday. We'll wrap things up with some chalk talk as Buckeye Roundtable continues. More of Buckeye Roundtable coming up. Presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Hi, this is Paul Keels, voice of the Ohio State Buckeyes. The Convenience Stores of Speedway is proud to be a sponsor of Ohio State Athletics and your first choice for value and convenience. Start your day at Speedway with a great selection of hot and cold beverages, energy drinks, pastries, and everything else you need to get going. Speedway, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. We're on your way, the Convenience Stores of Speedway. 
Ohio State Athletics, in partnership with American Electric Power, Donato's, Kroger, and the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center, strives to inspire the community to make a positive impact on children and families in the great state of Ohio through our Buckeyes Care Initiative. Show and share your support in the community by using the hashtag Buckeyes Care. Please join us in these efforts by visiting OhioStateBuckeyes.com slash Buckeyes Care. And always remember to pay it forward. You don't have to wait for Black Friday to get a great deal. Hurry into the Ram Black Friday sales event today where it's easier than ever to get a new Ram truck because we've got Employee Pricing Plus all month long. Whether you're heading up to the cabin for a weekend getaway or braving a trip to the mall for last-minute gifts, the Ram 1500, with its available Hemi V8 with e-torque hybrid technology, will help ensure you'll get where you need to go, rain, shine, or snow. And no matter where this season takes you or what the forecast calls for, the Ram 3500, with its available Cummins turbo diesel, can tow 35,100 pounds and is capable of 1,000 pound-feet of torque, so you'll be ready for anything the holiday throws at you. So no more waiting in line and no more camping out because Employee Pricing Plus is here all November long. Hurry in to the Ram Black Friday sales event today. Offer is available on the purchase or lease of a new 2019 model year vehicle. Must take retail delivery by 12-2-2019. See deliver details. I'm Maggie Griffin, and I'm working to end hunger in my community. I saw families with no access to fresh, healthy foods and knew I had to find a solution. At Ohio State, I connected farming and social work to build a solution from the ground up. And now, I deliver nourishing produce to my neighbors who need it most. All of this because I chose to be a Buckeye. Find out more at osu.edu slash stories. For over 30 years, Hyde Park Prime Steakhouse has been serving Columbus with the finest award-winning thick-cut aged steaks. Consistently voted Columbus's best steakhouse, Hyde Park is also rated excellent by Zagat God as one of the top steakhouses in the country. Enjoy happy hour cocktails Monday through Friday with bar plates starting at $5. Located in Upper Arlington, downtown, and Dublin, Hyde Park can accommodate events for groups of 6 to 300. Hyde Park knows Buckeye fans demand the best. That's why they're a proud sponsor of Ohio. Ohio State Athletics. We're back in Ohio Stadium where Byers Auto is inexplicably taking on the Ohio State Buckeyes again. I don't know who asked for this, Paul. There's not even anyone in the stand. It's a veritable ghost town out there as Byers Auto vice quarterback George Kaufman takes his snap. It is immediately hit by no less than three defensive linemen. I think I caught one of his teeth all the way up in the press box. I said it before and I'll say it again. It's a good thing he's good at selling cars because he's terrible at playing football. Buy your auto from Buyers Auto. Visit BuyersAuto.com. Your home for Ohio State Athletics. The Fan. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Coach John Cooper. I'm Skip Mossick. The Tim Hortons Bucks win. You win promotion Let's fans win off the field whenever the Buckeyes win on the field this season. Following each football win, go to a participating Ohio Tim Hortons location and mention Bucks win, you win to receive a medium, hot, or iced coffee of any blend for just a dollar. Valid the day following a victory only, no additional purchase necessary. Sales tax may apply. Tim Hortons, official coffee sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Buckeye Roundtable, Chalk Talk. Buckeyes at Rutgers on Saturday. I'm not a gambling man, fellows. Uh, Buckeyes, though, favored by 51 points. 
for those that do indulge in that sort of thing, that's, that's an almost unheard of number, is it not? Yeah, and it's got to probably give you pause to wonder about. I'm curious, can uh, yeah, because as you guys know, I've got family that lives out in Las Vegas, and my brother, who I traded text with today, I asked him what the over and under number, what the over is going to be. I guess that doesn't get set till Wednesday. Wow. That's what I'm really curious I about. Don't know, but it's just, I mean, you take a look at that. That just shows what a mismatch this is, Coach take, Cooper. Take, take the over. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Coach Cooper five is a yeah. big spread. Coach Cooper, you know what's coming after this. We touched on it earlier in the show. The most important things uh, for this week for Ohio State, besides getting a W or what? I started to say, win, win the coin toss, kick off like we we did last week get the ball in midfield go score put the game away play the second team at least half the ball game so like, i agree like start Saturday. fast yeah. start fast you know last uh, game against maryland they had 192 yards to one yard in the first quarter yeah. ohio state was averaging you know 6.8 yards per play 0.1 for maryland number. That, <laughs> that, yeah, that, that start that, that fast start is something that uh, Ohio State has been known for, outscoring in the first ha- first quarter, first half. Uh, if they continue that trend, that, that makes it tough yeah. because it takes, you know, you can't even have a running game after that unless you're just trying to kill the clock, and sometimes they surrender and do that. Good thing it happened, though, Jim, is we got a chance to play our quarterback the entire second half. Yeah, and he, he did well. Chugged, he did, absolutely. You, exactly. there. you guys know I'm always looking for the positive in everything, always, always looking for the bright side. R- Rutgers has to be good at something. What is it? I hear their fine arts program is good. <laughs> no, you know, Vivian Stringer with their women's basketball program has been nationally ranked for a number of years. Um, How about on the football field? Rutgers football has to be good at something. What is it? I, get a good I, know, I, I know, know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Tell me. I don't know. They get the number one punter in, almost in the country. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> really? He's got a lot of practice. <laughs> Adam Horshack, no Korshak. Uh, I thought we had, we got a number one punter, don't we? Well, he's close. He yeah. had a 27-yarder last week yeah. that dropped him back a little bit. But, uh, yeah, their punter, punter 27, he's really good. I'm not yeah. kidding. Uh, they're, 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 they're gets kick, a lot of work. Their kick return team, their, their kickoff return team. They get a lot of work at that, too. <laughs> Guess what, though? We get a yeah. lot of work at kickoff coverage. <laughs> Seriously, are back-to-back matchups like this bad from an image standpoint for Ohio State? Or does it matter? I don't think they're good. I don't, I, it, I don't see any way they could be good. You know, it, it, ultimately, Skip, I don't know that it matters. It would be ideal if it was on the front end where you could play more people early so the coaches would know what they're dealing with. But with all the games that Ohio State's had where they've played a lot of people already, that you know, that, that's kind of a known commodity right now. Part of the schedule, it cleans up. It gets a lot tougher with the Penn State team up north, Big Ten Championship, and hopefully a playoff. So they'll have their opportunities for it to get toughened up. It's just the way it is right here, now. here you go. I got an idea, Jim. You've talked about this from when you played. Not that anybody would ever admit to it, but will this allow them in practice to do so much on Rutgers, but then also work on some other stuff for Penn State and Michigan? I think no Guess question it. about it. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Aside from the Big Ten network, the benefit of having Rutgers in this league is what? I give. I don't know. Coach Cooper? I mean, I just the televisions. I give up. Lachey? I would have much rather seen West Virginia or Cincinnati uh, be considered for the Big Ten or Missouri or Notre Dame. Now, uh, as much as whining as we did the one year that the Big Ten basketball tournament was at Madison Square Garden, even though Ohio State wasn't there very long, they did draw well yeah. there. Uh, didn't expect them to, but yeah. they did. Yeah, and you know what? Their stadium's not great, but I don't mind It's that. okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's okay. Yeah, it's it's a nice view for us. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. It's, it's, just, a, it's great for Buckeye fans who like to travel to be able to get lots of tickets. And there are Buckeye fans that are over there. I mean, you, you forget that. There are, all over there the are alumni everywhere 
everywhere, and there is a decent alumni base over there for Ohio State. And it's a good trip to New York. And with the players who are from the eastern part of the U.S., that allows their families an opportunity for a closer look at I agree. For those making the trip, Keels, you always like to ask you as far as dinner recommendations, as far as if they're staying in Newark, if they're staying in in Brunswick, if they're staying in Piscataway. I got the perfect place for them, Skip. Ellis. Walk out into your own backyard on your own deck, light your grill, put a fire in your fire pit, (laughs) open a nice Merlot, and turn the game on the radio and enjoy your dinner at home while you're listening to the game. Like the place over there or no? It's all good. Yeah, I mean, I I, I just go wherever you guys take me. It's all you know, good. I mean, whatever you recommend, I, I go. A special place I, planned I, for I you. I find this the week. seat <laughs> skip you by, and so I just show up, man. Special place. Like always. They're, they're, they're our first trip over there, and I always love telling this story. We went to this uh, the mall, Paul, sort of carry out to get some snacks or whatever for you guys when you're coming in. Yeah, chips. And and we talked to uh, it was a local owner. I was wearing the you know, Ohio State gear, and I had the station stuff on there. And the guy actually listened to you guys during the game. He listens every week via hey the now. web. He's right there, and he's like, hey. And he, the guys were, that we were with were amazed. He knew exactly who I was. And he gave us a free T-shirt. Who doesn't? Want that. Can't be that far to cross the river, though, and go to Little Italy. Right? <laughs> it's right there. Huh? It's, <laughs> we go down to New York City, for goodness sake. He found a good restaurant over there. giving away my leave. secrets, Coach Cooper. I'm not got it. You know exactly darn well, which is all good. Coach Cooper, thanks for coming down tonight. Always love seeing you guys. Keels, Lachey, we'll see you in about five minutes. I'm okay, sure. thanks. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Buyer's Auto, has been brought to you statewide by Incova Insurance, by Ram Trucks, the American Dairy Association, Mideast, Papa John's, and by Buyer's Auto. For our producer tonight, Colin Berenger, and for Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, and Coach John Cooper, I'm Skip Mossick. As always, thanks for listening. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.